Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Nerds Drink Whiskey. Uh, one thing I forgot to, forgot to mention last week is uh, due to uh, uh, my wife assisting me uh, when I basically wanted to throw things through the, the window, um, my wife helped me figure out how to get Nerds Drink Whiskey back on iTunes. So we are now on iTunes again. You can go if you want to, it's just the audio version. Um, but uh, you can now go to our actual website, nerdsdrinkwhiskey.com, or uh, just download it automatically through your iTunes browser. We're going to get it on the other uh, platforms as well as soon as we can. And uh, But uh, yeah, people can listen to just another way to soak in the content. All right. Um, yeah. But uh, uh, last week, we started sipping on our uh, Jim Beam uh, bottled in bond. And uh, I don't know. Uh, Anybody ready to give their review? Well, if you guys want to drink on it a little bit, I might want to say what Bottle and Bond is to, uh, so all our listeners kind of know what that, that would be perfect. Perfect. While I sip through it, go for it. So uh, the Bottle and Bond is an artifact from a law that was passed back in 1897, and it's the only real federal regulation, I wouldn't say quality regulation, but it... Um, in order to get bottle and bond, you have to meet some certain standards that the feds put out. Uh, you have to be, uh, all the whiskey has to be made during what's called a season, which is either from January to June or July through December. So you can't take whiskeys that have been made in, you know, one from this year and one from that year and stick them together. No blended whiskeys. Right. Same batch. And so it's essentially, yeah, same batch, same uh you know, harvest season, so all the grain is from the same season, all that kind of stuff. Uh, you then have to, it has to be at the same distillery and so the same physical location. So, you know, say you've got, you know, Jim Beam and it has multiple places that they make it, they, this one has to be made in the same distillery, even though if it's the same name on the different uh, distillers. And then it has to sit in a government uh, bonded warehouse for at least four years, and then it's bottled at 100 proof. And that'll get you the bottled in bond uh, label, which um, some people say is archaic and doesn't mean anything, but it, it's one of the few actual federal standards we have for a product. Um, so there are some in distillers that are using that to say, hey, we make this quality thing. And, and I think it's, it's when it originally started, uh, Bottle and Bond was a statement of quality because there was a lot of things people were doing with their whiskey that were uh, kind of unmentionable. It was some pretty nasty, horrible, scary stuff that they were doing uh, uh, with, with whiskey. So a lot of your bigger distillers kind of said, you know, hey, could we do something to kind of have that uh, Right, this was to fight the moonshine and rot gut out there. To right, basically that, yeah. and the keep stuff, it from you being blind? Uh, well, and, and the, yeah, people yeah. were putting actual turpentine in it, people were putting chewing tobacco in it, people were doing all kinds of horrible, disgusting things to it. So that was a way to separate uh, the quality whiskey uh, from the who knows what whiskey uh, back, was well, a hundred years ago, more than a hundred years ago. Yeah, 120 years ago. And so now, but a lot of people are saying that this is uh, becoming a trend again, mainly because it's kind of a backlash to uh, the big push of a couple years ago for uh, no age statement whiskeys or NAS. Uh, this is, because this you have to have it, isn't it? Is it how many? Two years? Four, four years? Four, four years. It is four? four yeah, four okay. years in the, uh, at least four years in that government warehouse. Um, the other thing is it can't be a blend. 
It's, it has to all come from the same distiller. And, and four years is more than either scotch or bourbon, correct? Correct. Yeah. The minimum requirement, yes. Right. So, uh, but uh, yeah, so uh, I don't know. What are, what's everybody think of uh, the Jim Beam? I, I got to say, I'm, I'm kind of impressed. Yeah. Uh, the Hunter Proof is, is strong, but if you're going to drink Jim Beam, man, this is, this is a Jim Beam to try. So uh, I don't know. What's your, you've, you've finished yours, so I think you should go next. <laughs> To be perfectly honest with you, before we did this review, I actually had a bottle of this in September. And when I got a hold of this, I was blown away by it because I've had Jim Beam. I've had Jim Beam Black Label. I've even had uh, Jim Beam Devil's Cut, which is 90 proof. And that's actually pretty good. But this bottled in bond, for the 100 proof that it is, has a wonderful amount of flavor. Nice and smoky to it. It's not overbearing. And it's not ungodly in flavor for a, for a Jim Beam product either. Um, I would drink this again. And for the price point, you know, I wasn't paying an arm and a leg for it either. So, what is the price point on this? Uh, the price for this, uh, as far as I was able to find, uh, seems to be about 30, 30 bucks. Yeah, about $30 a bottle. under 30 which is, that's really good. But people can always come to Doggers and Yelm and uh, Doggers and Yelm does have it so uh, for yeah. six bucks a shot is it six bucks a shot? Yep, six, six bucks dollars a shot. A shot. So, uh, you know, six that's a good deal, good guys. That's a damn good deal. And his shots are very, very uh, welcoming. Yeah, yeah. Don't keep you nice and warm during music. the winter. Uh, what's oh, your thoughts, Jeff? I'm saying you can definitely tell it's a hundred proof. Uh, I'm not saying I don't like it. I just don't know that it's my favorite. It's a uh, more of the ash kind of flavor to it, which is not my the profile that I usually like as much. So yeah, it's flavorful. I personally don't prefer this flavor profile, but if that's your your deal, then yeah, this is great. Cool. Uh, Ed? Uh, this, yeah, this isn't too bad, uh, especially for its proof. Kind of swish it around, it gives you a nice numbness around your gums and that nice, warm, happy feeling. Um, there's nothing I dislike about it. Not a real depth of flavor, but um, it's good, especially for the price, the uh, content. Yeah. I'd say this is probably the highest quality $30 whiskey we have had on the show in a very long time. Uh, like you said, I mean, the taste, uh, the initial taste when you first put it on your tongue, uh, it is very good. It does have some sweetness to it. Uh, the mouthfeel uh, is pleasant. Um, and the finish is pretty much a really good finish for 100 proof. Yeah, especially for proof. But like you guys say, the, the taste, it's good, it's sweet, but it just doesn't have a lot of depth to it. There's nothing really, mm, I think I have, I feel a hint of this or whatever. Um, yeah, it still feels so. like a Jim Beam. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, a high quality, I mean, this is a high-end Jim Beam. This yeah. is a good quality Jim Beam. This is not the bottom shelf Jim Beam. Um, and that, like any major, uh, you know, the whiskey distillers you can call off the top of your head, uh, you know, all of them have like their regular stuff they sell to the, the as drunk juice, and then they have their higher end stuff, which is really good to try out because I think it, it's kind of surprising when you try all those whiskeys, you try their higher end shelf, and and you're kind of surprised. Whoa, they do have something halfway decent, 
and it's usually not for that much more. Exactly. So, yeah. And I wouldn't but, even mix this one. This one is great this is, this as is, it is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, this is definitely one you drink You drink neat or straight. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I would say uh, for the price of 30 bucks, uh, this is highly recommended for the price of 6 bucks a shot at Doggers and Yelm. Definitely worth it. Uh, please come to Doggers or wherever you try it. Uh, give this a try and let us know in the comments what you think. And, uh, you know, let us know what, what's your favorite bottled in Bond. Uh, let us know that in the comments as well. And and we will, uh, I don't know, anybody got any closing comments before we say goodbye? I don't think so, yeah. Try some of this, really. It's uh, it's worth a try, certainly. Cool. And December 8th is our Christmas party at Doggers. Uh, so uh, December 8th, come by, and uh, we're going to be doing a theme night. Uh, uh, the whiskeys will be, uh, like, we're going to try and get a hold of, like, the Game of Thrones whiskey, uh, you know, the different whiskeys like that. Um, winter is coming. Yes, winter is coming. That That's, uh, so uh, it's... It's, it's uh, the the what do they call the uh, what what are those guys, the guys called the the the, the, the White Walkers the, the White Walkers yeah it's basically a White Walker uh, whiskey and oh, White so, Walker Russian something yeah and and uh, so uh, seen Game of Thrones anyways let us know uh, which whiskeys you'd like to try at our Christmas party but uh, we have we have shirts that are arriving uh, the Tuesday after we film this we ho we hope to have them here but uh, there will be free T-shirts for everybody at our Christmas party so you can get our lowball glasses you can get our shot glasses and you can get t-shirts so uh, we'll have all t-shirt sizes uh, and uh, December 8th the nursery and whiskey Christmas party um, but uh, I think next week I think we're going to discuss a lot of uh, a lot of really interesting Star Wars news has been happening so uh, uh, anyways see you next week on nursery and whiskey please like comment and subscribe if you enjoy what you're seeing guys